Welcome please to the JVG podcast where these G's are going to spread their seeds of knowledge about the league. It's flourishing with ease. These funny catches seem to be well read, esteemed and honest. Like the man himself, Jeff Van Gundy. They are high IQ, so cerebral and funny. So if you're on the bus, just border on the dunny. Listen to the JVG NBA Tribute Show. Hello and welcome to episode 106 of the Jeff Van Gundy Tribute Show. I'm your co-host Lucas, joined uh, as always by my co-host Marco. Hey Lucas, how are you? I'm well. I nearly didn't stumble through the intro just then, until I did. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I always stumble on that bit. What? Joined as always by my uh, co-host Marco, or co-host uh, Marco. That's like the second easiest part, after saying the episode name. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but that's as, that's as much as I can take at a time without, without needing a pause. Wow. Seen um, any good movies lately? Wait, hold on. Okay, we'll just pause for a sec. Uh, you know, while, while we're here, just grab a drink or... Hey, Mark, have you seen any good movies lately? <laughs> well, uh, it's funny you ask this because I actually am pretty tired. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, last night, um, went to go see The Hateful Eight at the Sun Theatre with... Uh, Friends of the pod and friends of me, uh, Sean, Dante, and Alessio. <laughs> you know, I think it's at that stage now. Um, <laughs> uh, for those who don't know, Lucas, you might know about this. You've probably absorbed it by osmosis, but uh, Quentin Tarantino, when he filmed that movie, it's his eighth movie, two after his sixth movie. Uh, <laughs> he, um, he filmed it in 70 millimeter. So like most film stocks, 35 millimeter, 70 millimeters, twice as thick. So it's got like twice as many colors, like depth of depth of field, shadows and shit like that. But like no theater in the world like has the equipment to play it anymore. So oh. at the Sun Theater, they like fucking they spent like months dredging up like all these old bits and pieces of like seventy mil projectors just so they could have it. And then Quentin Tarantino was like, that is literally... Something's going on with my mic, man. Uh, <laughs> that is... Uh, yeah, that's much better. Uh, <laughs> it's now pointing towards Mark. Yeah. Um, that, like, he was so touched by it that him, Kurt Russell and Samuel L. Jackson flew out to do, like, a premiere at the Sun Theatre in Yarraville. Wow. Yeah. yeah. When, did, when, did, when was that? Uh, when it came out, 2016. True. So before the Harvey Weinstein stuff, just if you're asking... <laughs> I was going to say, that is a multiple of eight. Yeah. Uh, mm. Yeah. No, you go, sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, is 2,000 a multiple of eight? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, 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 it is. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I had to double check myself. Yeah. Because yeah. mm. it's a multiple of 400, which is a multiple of eight, obviously. Damn. Damn. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so we, we rock up there. Um, the movie's 187 minutes, like says that on the board which mm. is so long <laughs> that's three hours and seven minutes yeah um it had a it had a 13 minute intermission in the middle now uh lucas you've seen the hateful eight you know like most tarantino movies yeah it's it's serious but it's you know it's pretty dark but it's also hilarious mm. right it's full of gags and goofs yeah this was like the toughest crowd ever <laughs> like i don't think i think there were three jokes that people apart from me and the other three laughed at. And most of them, most of the other laughs were just me, by the way. <laughs> this, is a, this is a movie, like, if you haven't seen it, there's a scene where um, Samuel L. Jackson is goading this uh, ex-Confederate general uh, by fabricating a story where he, like, makes his son suck his dick. Mm. Uh, and, you know, it's got such choice 
words as you know made him lick on my uh <laughs> long black johnson mm. and that's just such an objectively funny phrase yeah. and fucking crickets wow i'm sitting there just like snickering into my hands you know when you're in a theater and like if you're the only person who laughs you're not you feel so self-conscious <laughs> like the more people who laugh the more you the more you get into the laugh so i was yeah. just like <laughs> <laughs> I just, it's just like why did you come to a Quentin Tarantino movie if you're not gonna if you're not gonna piss yourself laughing at his like over the top dialogue and shit like that you know if you're not gonna live laugh love exactly I think that if, if it was my first time watching the movie and I was to laugh by myself then I'd be like oh maybe this isn't supposed to be funny but having seen The Hateful Eight knowing that it's funny in that way yeah, and yeah. then going in and then laughing by myself, I would be like, I'm the only one experiencing this movie now. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. know. I've 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 prepared for this. Yeah. I've done my I've done my training sessions, watching mm. it once, <laughs> and and I know the funny bits. I know what bits I'm supposed to react at in what ways. Yeah, but it's also like, I'm you know this is a this is like a special screening of a particular you know a rare film stock of like a movie that came out six years ago. I assume most people in the theater had seen it before. Yeah, you know like. Uh, it was also on at 8 p.m. on a Monday night <laughs> because like, fuck man. Like, so they have it on the 8th of the month and then they have to have it at 8 and it's a three hour movie. Mm. Like that's just the worst setup possible. It is. It's quite bad. Like if you had it at seven, even that would be so much better. We didn't get out to like 1130. I don't think I got home till 20 past 12. That if, makes sense. If anyone's counting. How did you, how did you go sleeping after that? If you slept fine. Yeah. 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 yeah a good night's sleep. Yeah. How'd the others go? Do you know? No, I have no idea. Do you guys keep up now without me or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We got film bro chat. <laughs> <laughs> what, was it different watching it in 70 millimeter and how, how different? It actually was. I, I feel like it's one of those things where you're like, uh, I'm not actually going to notice a difference. I'm a fucking rube. Uh, but the, the colors were like so much more complex, if that makes sense. Like, I think particularly at the beginning of the movie, when, uh, Samuel L. Jackson first gets in Kurt Russell's stagecoach, it's like all like icy outside. Mm. And it's like, there's real more like complexity to the landscape, if that makes sense. If you like watch a digital, it'll probably just look white. And this was all like, you know, different tones yeah. and there were some close-ups of their faces in that scene it was just like oh my god it looks so detailed yeah like you can see every like crease in samuel L. jackson's face and like his his beards are like peppery different colors yeah oh nice it was mostly just it was mostly just the colors mm. yeah well i'll have to come next time. yeah every eighth of every month i think or every yeah, eighth of august isn't, yeah isn't it once a year <laughs> yeah and it's only on in uh 2022 because two plus two plus two <laughs> Two times oh, wait, two times on. two. Hey, damn. Times zero. Nice. Exactly. Yeah, equals zero. Yeah, yeah. So it happens just eighth of eighth, and then I'd seat H eight. There's the there's the. So well, so we thought. Oh. So Sean thought he'd um. Sean... H is the eighth letter of the alphabet. <laughs> <laughs> Sean thought he'd uh, cheated the system because they didn't like have the seat numbers when he was booking the seats. But he's like, I'll just count the rows and count the seat numbers over. But knowing our boy Sean, uh, no he luck. He got it wrong. No luck. Yeah, no luck, Sean, as we call him. No cock, Sean. Um, <laughs> he counted from the wrong side, oh, so we had like see H sixteen or right. something like that. But then, uh, yeah, this guy gave like a little presentation at the beginning of it. He's like, ah, the person in seat H8, uh, stand up. And we're like, oh my God, I'm going to get the Blu-ray. And they just gave him a bag of lollies. <laughs> <laughs> there is one thing you do not need to add to an 8 p.m. 
a three hour movie at 8 pm on a Monday yeah. night is sugar. And a bag of like vampire teeth, you know? Like, no, yeah, the yeah, worst. Yeah, exactly the actual right. worst flavored thing. <laughs> yeah. Just give. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Uh, Especially if you're expecting a Blu-ray copy of The Hateful Eight. Yeah. Well, even then, Blu-ray, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wouldn't know what I would... Like, if I'd sat in CH- H8, I don't know what I would have done. Like... What if you had the lollies? I would have just said no thanks. <laughs> no, 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 I had the Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah. But, but, but last night it was the lollies. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. If I had the lollies, I would have... I would have chucked them out. I would have actually said no thanks. Really? Uh, absolutely. In front of everyone. Yeah. In front of Quentin Tarantino. If Quentin... If, was Quentin there? Yeah. Oh my god, how, how what? <laughs> why are you just bringing this up now? He wasn't there. Uh, yeah, I would say no thanks. Yeah, if right. they came out with popcorn, I'd fucking get it. Oh, yeah, all right, of course. Bring yeah. it, bring it over. If they yeah. came out with like, if they came out with sugar, mm. no. Yeah. Absolutely no. You wouldn't just save it for another time? How, no. How dare, <laughs> how dare you assume at 8 p.m. I haven't already accounted for how much sugar I'm going to bring yeah. into the cinema. Okay. okay. I'm prepared for that. Yeah. Do not, do not give me sugar past 8 p.m. Yeah. on a Monday. Well, in the intermission, right? Which I reckon happened an hour 40 into the movie. Mm-hmm. Something like that. It's just after a spoilers. Although Samuel L. Jackson shoots the Confederate guy. Um, spoilers. Uh, <laughs> they were fucking serving coffee. Oh, yeah. But it's like, it's 10 p.m. <laughs> Again, on a Monday. Like, if you're... If you're awake now, you're not going to fall asleep in the next hour and 20 minutes. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> having a coffee now isn't going to help. It's not going to assist your enjoyment of the rest of the yeah. movie. It's just going to ruin your night. Definitely. It's yeah. going to ruin your night. 100%. How'd you go? Did you guys all go home afterwards? Like soldiers or whatever they call it? What? Like, <laughs> did you all go together? Or did you eat or something? Oh, no. We had, we had before. We went to uh, Yim Yam. It's a Thai restaurant in Yarraville. Mm. I had the curry laksa, the chicken curry laksa. Oh, yeah. And, was, and you had wobbly guts. It was, it was very good. Uh, Dante got this like vegetarian roti thing, and we're like, oh, I don't know what it was. And it was just literally like a vegetarian kebab wrapped in a roti. That's kind of sick. Yeah, it was awesome. It was roti really is good. kebab bread. That's nice. Yeah. Thinner? Hell yeah. Tastier? Oilier. Oily. Much oilier. <laughs> maybe not oilier, but oil density is much higher. Yeah. It's fattier, maybe. Let's, yeah. Let's call it that. Yeah. 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 Crazy that. Um, so what do they guys, those guys do? Like a basketball podcast or something? Yeah. Something like that. I True. Know. We should do one of those. Potentially. <laughs> so 20 NBA players responsible for rule changes. <laughs> Have you got this up in front of you? Wait, yeah. Sorry. Let me get it up. I've I got a bit worked up. Listeners, people, people and listeners, it is the depths of the offseason <laughs> for the NBA. In the WNBA, there is a lot of action. I've watched a couple of games over the past week, over the past few weeks, but as we came to, um, uh, as we, before we started recording, as we were setting up, I actually couldn't tell you what those games in, yeah. were in the last week. Yeah. I cannot make it, I cannot distinguish in between yeah. them. Yeah. Um, but the WNBA is looking great. Great right now. Well, can I say one WNBA thing before we move in? Uh, Do you subscribe to The Next? No. Okay, so I think as a like relatively new WNBA fan and as like a league that I guess its narratives kind of permeate uh, conventional sports media less. You know what I mean? Like if anything happens in the NBA, you're going to see it on 25 different platforms, like the same takes. WNBA, not so much. Um, yeah. yeah, it's just this like, the next is this 
it's like a WNBA mailing list, I guess. Oh, cool. Um, and yeah, they just send a daily roundup of all the games and then they uh, like highlight one article. Um, oh, that's so good. And it's just so useful because it's like, it's not like fucking cleaning the glass or like, oh, these are like the fucking weird stats from uh, from today's games. It's like, they like tell you what, like what the storylines are and everything. They're like, yeah. oh yeah, blah, blah's injured, blah, blah's back. And then yeah, the article's are, like really insightful. So like, uh, the one, the one from a few days ago that I really enjoyed was about, uh, how, uh, the Dallas wings got worse when their star player, Rico Gumbawale, uh, returned from a two game absence. There you go. Just cause, uh, so, you know, a good read about how she's one of the worst defenders in the WNBA, <laughs> which I like, I, I hadn't, hadn't really clicked to me. I was like, yeah, she's not a good defender, but it hadn't clicked to me that, oh, she's actually like statistically the worst defender <laughs> in the WNBA. True. Is this an app or a website or something? It's like a, so it's a mailing, it's a mailing list. So it gets sent to your email. Oh, um, cool. And yeah, and then they have a website as well. So yeah, look them up. The, the next, if you want a little like, if you want a little WNBA bite every day mm. in your inbox. Mm. Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I did uh, highlight in the past week, um, or one thing that came to my, um, be a bit of a concern is that uh, <laughs> the Storm are below 500 on the road. Now, yeah. as the four seed, oh my God, even that's like not even guaranteed yet. We could, mm-hmm. we could potentially be the five seed. As the four or the five seed, um, let's, let's say best case scenario, the four seed. We get home court in the first round, then it's all good. Then the, next, the rest of the playoffs will have mm. to be on the road. I'm not, I'm not predicting a three Anywhere between one to three and five to eight, those matchups. I'm not mm. predicting upset on it in any of them. The top three is just too good. Yeah. Um, four and five could go either way between the Storm and the Mystics. Mm. But uh, I think it's it's one round one for the Storm at best, mm. um, which is kind of which is I don't know. It's it's an okay finish for Sue Bird, mm. but you know I, I think a team with Sue Bird, Jewel Lloyd, Brianna Stewart, uh, Tina Charles. Um, yeah, fuck. I think that team is yeah. That team there's one there's one goal for that team. Yeah, it's, it's championship or yeah. bust. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, Especially yeah with ancient Sue Bird, even Tina Charles is yeah. right at the end of her career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like not to mention Gabby Williams, Ezie Magbagor, like yeah, potentially the most improved player, one of the best defenders in yeah. the league. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice, but no rule changes for them. <laughs> Maybe. Or well, who knows. The bird years? No, that was the other bird. <laughs> Larry. <laughs> Happy as Larry. Three point Larry. <laughs> what was the other one? <laughs> oh, I don't know. We were, we were playing 2K last week and Bo, I don't know what happened. Usually, if any of those of the four of the people in that room last week, which was Marco, uh, Michael and I, Ned and Bo, of a hundred times of us playing 2K together, 99 of those times, the three people go in idle mode would be you, me, and Ned. Yeah. And the other one time would be Bo. And that was that one time. <laughs> and he's like, his um, stream of consciousness was hilarious. It was so funny. I can't remember what the other one was. Yeah. And it's also much less funny than you explained it. He was carrying the ball up and he's like, here comes three-point Larry. <laughs> and then, yeah, all right, we'll have to think of the other one. It was really good. Um, anyway, rule changes. Rule changes. Which ones of these do you want to talk about? We can't talk about all twenty in depth. We could probably touch on, on them. Yeah. Well, uh, let's let's just go down the list. I think I think this is I think this is interesting. Uh, yeah. So the the Bruce Bowen rule, uh, safe place to land, mm. uh, which is yeah, basically, uh, well, how do you how do you explain this rule? It's like yeah, 
Uh, after, after, as the defender, after a player goes for a jump shot, if you like put your legs under them, that's you know that's a foul. Yeah. Uh, and Bruce Bowen used to do it all the time and fucking you know sprained multiple ankles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, I'm gonna put this rule in the S tier. I think this is a really good rule. Yeah. It's fucking like it's it legitimately is one of the scariest moments when this happens to like one of your best shooters. Yeah. You know, when the defender sticks their fucking leg in mm. and you're like, you, 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 could ruin, you could ruin their season right, yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it's so intentional. Yeah. You know? And then Zaza did it to Kawhi yeah. a few years ago. Yeah. Fuck this bullshit. It wasn't dirty. What do you mean? <laughs> He's not fast enough to be out of control on a closeout. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, it just ruined, it ruined that series. Mm. Uh, well, like a series that the Warriors probably would have won if Kawhi had been healthy. Mm. Um, or was that the first game of the season? Oh, bugger. Yeah, I can't remember. Nah, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's good. It's it's how often Bruce Bowen did it. Uh, he was a really great defender. Mm. And he just didn't need to do this. It's so scummy. Yeah, legit. But it's, it's good that this is how it's being remembered as the Bruce Bowen rule. Yeah. Like yeah. if you do it that many times, you need to be held to account. Yeah. 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 And like, yeah, the prologue of this article is like, Oh, the league just introduced the Harden rule, you know, mm. which made it, uh, you know, harder to bait for free throws on, uh, jump shots. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> fucking every time someone doesn't get a, doesn't get a foul call on something like that. Let's remember James Harden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Next on down, Magic Johnson, blood the, rule. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Now this one, S T R. I think anything that addresses HIV or AIDS, yeah, S T R. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm sure, you know, uh, I think it, there was a lot of like unnecessary freakout when Magic tested. I mean, you know, I think 30 years later, we know so much more about yeah. HIV than we they did back then. Yeah. You can imagine how, you know, a bunch of a bunch of NBA players probably when homophobic attitudes were a little bit a little bit more prominent as well mm. would feel about, you know, uh, a player with HIV playing in their league. But yeah, this one makes complete sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, All right, on to the next one. Yeah. Kobe Bryant hand-checking rule. Oh man, this has got to be F tier. Yeah, so what are the tiers before, before we record? <laughs> because I am saying this is this is definitely one of the lower ones. Yeah. But <laughs> F is bottom, S is top. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm free balling, but basically it's like S, A, B, C, D, E, F. Oh, no, 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 no. That's way too many, That's man. how they do it on the internet. That's <laughs> how they do it on the YouTube. You said we could do it YouTube style. We, you, you, off you, mic, you said we could do it YouTube style. And then you said one condition. It was for the gag. <laughs> it was right. for the bit. Can we do S, A, B, C, F? Yeah, okay. Because like that's that. much easier to keep track okay. of. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um... Yeah, so this is the the hand checking rule, uh, which ha- which came after the two thousand four NBA Finals when the Pistons were bodying up Kobe. Mm. Um, yeah, I want to go, I want to go on the border of C and F. I'll come back to this one later. I feel like they do that on the YouTubes as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'll sure. keep it. I'll keep it in C for now. Well, C's a pass. Maybe we should have D. Yeah, <laughs> we would do S A. C, D? No, that's terrible. Damn. <laughs> less, less. S, B, C, D, F. Okay. Fuck, no, nah, I don't know, man. Yeah. No, nah, let's get S, B, C, D, F. All right. All right, this one's D for me. Yeah. 
Fuck you, Kobe. Yeah. <laughs> the game needs to be easier for you. Yeah. That was such a sick team that beat you. Yeah, legit. Legit my favorite team of all time. And then it was like, uh, yeah, which, which that's, that's like a, you can look at that as like a, you know, a, a converging point for the league. Which way do teams go towards like, oh, this like awesome gritty defense like the Pistons or just like, just, yeah, he's, he's a star, man. Just mm. let, it, let, him get a, let him get his shot off. Yeah. And yeah, it went in that direction. And what happened next season? 81 points. Yeah. Damn. Very That's crazy season. how immediate it was. Yeah. Um, next, Rajon Rondo. Upside down headbands. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to put this in. I'm going to put this in the, I'm going to put this in the bead here. Just because I think it's funny. Okay. I think it's I think it's funny that they got so pissed off at Rashawn Rondo wearing his headband upside down. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I think that's fair. I personally am going to go FTR. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I have that neck sleeve. Yeah. You know the one, the Nike one? Yeah. I always wear it upside down because then, then you can see... Because if I were to wear it right side up, you would never be able to see the Nike tick. Right. And the whole point is having... Like, if you're going to have a Nike tick, you're going to show it. Yeah, yeah. But I mean... You know, I think we're apples and oranges here. We're headbands and ne- <laughs> headbands and necks. Headbands and snoots. Yeah, and also you're in the you're in the what the, the Monday light Monday night drill league or whatever, and they're in the the National Basketball Association, I believe. The nationwide yeah, basketball exactly, society. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Right. <laughs> uh, wow. This next one, LeBron James. LeBron James hate propaganda. <laughs> I don't actually remember this no. happening. No. Um, so when LeBron famously took his talents to South Asia in, 20, in 2010, uh, his first game back at Cleveland, uh, the NBA executives were investigating, and this is a quote, anti-LeBron merchandise like hats, t-shirt, t-shirts, and signs. So this one, I don't know. I think it's a... Re- it's, it's, I don't, what, you, you take this one first. Well, I'm going to put this one in D tier mm. because it's a really... Obviously, such a stupid rule. Mm. Um, well, one, I don't think... I actually don't think LeBron James is so sensitive that if people were wearing fuck LeBron t-shirts in the stands, even in Cleveland, it would, like, you know, make him cry and go home. Mm. Um, but two, also, like, that's kind of... It's kind of one of the best things about sport. Yeah. <laughs> it's like really hating a player on the other team. Yeah. Did you say F or D? I said D. Yeah, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go F. You're gonna go F. Wow. Man, okay. If I'm going to if I'm going to a Cavs game mm. in twenty ten, LeBron's just left. I'm not gonna like why would you not have go Cavs? Yeah. <laughs> you know it's it's still about LeBron. Yeah. Like surely you would want to go in Cavs gear being like, let's go out team, not fuck this other guy. Mm. As if you drape yourself in that. I think that alone like, like, I feel like if I was LeBron, <laughs> I would want more of that shit happening. Yeah, right. If I, if I had saw a whole stadium and they all hated me, mm. and none of them were cheering for their team, they were just booing right. for me. I see. I'd I be see like, that's sick. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, but so do you like the rule or not? I don't like the rule. Right, okay. Because they should be able to wear it. Right, right, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And then I don't like the reaction to be like, I don't want, you know, people to hate on me. It's yeah. like, I don't know, fucking hate on me. Yeah. If you're all going to boo for me, like, I'm still the most important person in this stadium. And also, like, you know, yeah. I think any player like that that leaves, <laughs> leaves his hometown team 
You're going to get a little bit of hate, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and what you said at the start, this is just part of sport. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> I love this one. Yeah. Take it away. <laughs> Will Chamberlain, everything. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, do they even... Do you even specify any of these? Yeah, so... Oh, yeah, they do. Um, I didn't even know this one because obviously no one would try this shit anymore. Uh, shooters cannot cross the free throw line until the ball hits the rim because Wilt would just throw it against the backboard for dunks. That's <laughs> insane. Yeah, that is that is insane. Like, in, with regularity and with no one able to stop him as well. Yeah, know? I feel like I've never seen vision of that as well. I feel like... Of Wilt doing it? Yeah, the, the vision of Wilt yeah. know, generally is quite spotty. Yeah. But not once. Like, yeah. no, one, no one caught it once. <laughs> if it was that regular, then surely once it should happen. But, uh, you know, I'm kind of picturing... I'm picturing, like, he does something once and they just, like, quickly rewrite the rule book. Because yeah. like, he's just going to exploit that so much. <laughs> I wouldn't mind if they removed that rule. Mm. I wouldn't mind if, like, nowadays you could do that. Yeah. And maybe there'd have to be rules a lot against... Sorry, rules for how you can act in that scenario. Mm. Like if you're supposed to box the shooter out, you can just act like just like smash your hip into him mm. as they're going for the dunk, right? Or something like that. Yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying. Because now, Wilt's not the only Wilt level. Sorry, Wilt's not in the league anymore. But at the time, <laughs> there was only one Wilt level athlete. Yeah. Now there's so many. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And yeah, like Shaq did it in that um All Star game when he was like 35 or something like that. So yeah. yeah. There are so many players capable of that. You'd love to, you'd love to see like Ja Morant do that. Yeah, like, definitely. Um, just absolutely leap. Um, and also like, I love it when, um, I love it when free throws are used, missed free throws are used strategically. You know, mm. like the, the ob- obviously Russell West, all of Russell Westbrook's fans are on Twitter, every single one of them. And uh, it was throwing up the Stephen Adams, you know, where he catches the rebound and then mm. chucks it to Russ and he hits the really, yeah. really, really deep three. That's awesome, you know? <laughs> and I feel like, get, yeah, getting rid of the crossing the free throw line rule would allow more shit like that. Even if you, like, catch it and, like, yeah. you know, kick it out to someone for a three when, yeah. you're, when you're, you know, yeah, two points down or whatever. Yeah, you know what this would also be great for is, like, Ben Simmons and Andre Drummond. Like, imagine the anticipation <laughs> every time a bad free throw shooter went to the line because it'd be like, it's a pretty high percentage shot. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And like, yeah, everyone, yeah. And everyone would be looking for it. Maybe a rule could be, if you go for the free throw line alley and you get fouled on the way in, it doesn't count as a personal foul, foul, foul or a team foul. It just mm. exists in that moment as a shooting foul or a blocking foul. Right. So okay. it doesn't go towards the bonus or a player's total fouls. Yeah. Um... So yeah, it doesn't it doesn't fully impact the, like the real game. There's just this like mini game that people might participate in. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get what you're saying. Or just get rid of the foul at all. You can just absolutely clobber someone <laughs> if, they, if they're going for the rebound dunk. Um, I like the, I like the idea of like fouling Ben Simmons at the end of a game suddenly not being a good idea because you might because <laughs> <laughs> you know it's probably a guaranteed two points. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so for the will. We'll, Chamberlain rule. I think just the fact that they've highlighted everything. Yeah. They've introduced it as everything. Yeah. It's gotta be it's gotta be S tier. Yeah. Why widen the paint, uh goaltending, offensive goaltending. <laughs> um, yeah, the whole, a whole bunch of shit. And you think of you think about all of it and it's yeah, it's like it's all made the game better. Like think of it think of if the paint was twelve feet. <laughs> <laughs> Here's this this one. The ball cannot be inbounded over the backboard because inbounders standing underneath the basket would routinely lob the ball over the backboard to Will. Fucking hell. I want that one back as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, last night, we, we ran an inbound lob 
Poseidon was like, nice. Lucas lob it to me. And I was like, God, you might actually dunk it. <laughs> and he didn't. To be oh. fair to Poseidon, it wasn't the best lob. And there were also two people in his way, but yeah. he finished it. He finished it. Yeah, it wasn't so a dunk, sick. but like, that's what we're judging him on. Inbound lob. S tier play, like <laughs> never. Obviously, obviously, so low percentage, but yeah. Any 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 time I get a side out in two K, I'm I'm getting I'm getting my big and I'm rolling him to the basket. <laughs> uh, next up, we got Caron Butler. Can't can't chew straw. Now I want to I want to veer to the side. I want an adjacent tier. You uh-huh. don't have to edit this in. <laughs> I'm gonna put just Caron Butler in F. Right. Okay, yeah. Not the rule, just him. Fair. The fact that he chewed straw. <laughs> now, this isn't very clear. It says chewing straws. Mm. Do you reckon no, it means like straw. Like farm straw, right? I'm pretty sure not it's plastic plas- straw. Plastic I straws. think so. Okay, because that's terrible. If it was farm straw, I think that would be so fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> you had like a big, like long piece of hay sticking out of his. Yeah. Any <laughs> chance? And in the break of the play, he's just standing there with his hands on his hips. <laughs> a cowboy hat. Yeah. Only, only way I can. Uh, <laughs> only way Caron Butler can go on the road is if they go past Tallahassee. Yes. <laughs> no, dude, it's plastic it's straw. Plastic straw. Yeah. Why? Like, honestly, why? Uh. No, no, I can't. I can't tell you. Right, this this Yahoo Sports headline. Well, this sucks. NBA bans Karan Butler from chewing chewing straws. Jesus. Why does that suck? Oh, it's a straw. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So just putting Karan in F for that, and for that hair thing. Actually, yeah. no, the, the hair thing is kind of S tier. Yeah. <laughs> and he came the next day with more, with so much more hair. <laughs> um, I'm gonna put the rule in A tier because. Um, yeah, no one should be chewing a straw, but I don't want to give the NBA credit for banning chewing straws. Yeah, I think that's that's the uh, that's the point of conflict for yeah. me. It's like it's like that Seinfeld joke where he's like, the fact that we invented the helmet is the dumbest mm. thing ever. Like we didn't stop doing activities that would put us in that position. We yeah. made a thing that would protect us so we could keep doing it. <laughs> Um, here we got the Trent, the Trent Tucker rule. Uh, disallows any regular shot to be taken on the court if ball is put into play with less than three tenths of a second left on the game or shot clock. Uh, so yeah, that's just you can't get a shot clock off. You can't get a sh- shot off with 0.2 or 0.1 seconds on the shot or game clock. Yeah, um, yeah, I think this is a great one. I I like that. Um. And this goes back to your double tap and triangle and the inbound. <laughs> but I like that they just they've just used an actual shot mm. as evidence, and it's like okay, cool. This is as this is as as close as it gets. Mm. We now know that if you were to try and put up a shot, then it just wouldn't then it just wouldn't count. Right. Like they're just like they were just realistic about it. You know, they were yeah. just like okay, cool. Like if you, if you go on anything less than that, then it's not gonna be it's not gonna go. It's not gonna be good. Yeah. 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 Okay. I like that perspective on it. I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put it in B tier though because uh, I just, I think I think you should do everything you can to increase buzzer beaters. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Very good reasoning. I'm gonna put it in uh, C tier if that still exists. Yeah, yeah. If we can still do that. Very nice. Reggie Miller, the leg kick. Oh man. Reggaeton Reggie. God, the, a lot the of these guys him. should be in F tier at least at least for a couple of weeks. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> four, four to six, preferably. Um. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that it was it was. It was um. It took the league eighty-eight months after Reggie's last game. Wow! I thought that he would at least have to, you know, 
surely if you're naming the rule after him, it should yeah. still, he should still be playing. And also, like, they oh, said, they're not naming the rule after him. Uh, also, they said 88 months when they should have said seven and a half years. <laughs> oh, very good, Marco. Maths guy. It'll be seven years and four months. So. Um, I think this is a good rule, but as as the um as the article points out, although James Harden was somehow allowed to get away with it, like yeah, was it really a rule? Like, <laughs> yeah, true. Um, I think this is I think this is a a tier mm. or whatever the one below yeah. S is. Yeah, I, agree. I think it's I think that yeah, you shouldn't be able to milk fouls like that. Yeah, yeah, handy. Cop that, dickhead. <clears throat> Alan Iverson, the dress code, F tier. F tier. So bad. Don't need to discuss this. So racist. Some people, some even referred to it as plainly racist. I think, I think we can all agree on that. Yeah, yeah. In this day and age. I think some has now turned into all, almost. Is, most. is this still a rule? Do you have to wear business casual into the arena? I mean, they, they're doing it. Like. I don't know. I don't think so. I feel like I've seen, I actually had an article that I was working on one time, but I just couldn't. I just didn't finish it, mm. unfortunately. You definitely but, don't, actually. But yeah, go on. Sorry. Yeah, because I saw Shay Gilgis. Um, he was in a t-shirt and jeans. He was in a t-shirt and jeans. Mm-hmm. And he had all these like accessories on. And the analogy I used was um, that it was a bad outfit. And it's like, what happens when you let a Greek person uh, design a kitchen? <laughs> like, if you're going to have a feature splash, like a feature count, uh, mountain, uh, island bench, a feature stove top, then they're not, they, they're not all going to shine. <laughs> Wow. Um, yeah, they must have gotten rid of this one because although Jonas Valanciunas would rock up to every game in his Sunday best, of course, <laughs> uh, ripped jeans <laughs> and a tie, uh, yeah, when, whenever you get those fit checks of players walking into, walking into the game, so just wearing whatever. Yeah. You know? yeah. Daryl Dawkins, backboards and chains. So this is this is two rules for uh, Chocolate Thunder. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm not, I didn't actually read this one. Did you? Did you? <laughs> they changed the backboard material because of oh, this yeah, 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 yeah. Because he right. kept glass shattering <laughs> due to his con- due to constant glass shattering dunks. Well, just two, but the but the commission had enough. That that's that's I think that's probably the best thing to get remembered for. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Hundy B. Yeah. Um, and the chains. What was the chains one? Um, I think he wore so many chains, uh, either on the bench or in games, that they <laughs> that they banned chains. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. I think I didn't know. Oh, that you it would could... have been in game because it's Wilton, Doctor J. Like, you can imagine them wearing chains on. You, you know, you don't. You're not seeing anyone more modern than that wearing chains in game. <laughs> yeah, I don't think. I think that if you have like, I thought. That would have always been a rule. Yeah. Like, you can't wear a chain while you're playing. Well, you tried telling Will Chamberlain to take his chain off before an NBA game. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I understand if it's like a ring, a sleeper, and a chain, because you can get your finger caught in that. But when they asked me to cover up my studs, why? <laughs> Honestly, why? Yeah. Yeah, it's dumb. It's mm. stupid. Um, and then also, I mean, don't even get me started a city side netball. <laughs> Although I did play a game last week and everything went really well. Oh, really? I had my, I didn't have to tape anything up. They didn't make you tape anything up. Yeah, no one, I didn't get called for stepping. <sighs> but I, it, as soon as I get the ball, I throw it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Which you're meant to do. <laughs> is, that, is that true? Well, like, I feel like, yeah, if you're, like, they train you to just get rid of it as soon as you can. True. Well, you know, fucking complete, complete tangent, but yeah. Alex's uh, Alex's Thursday night team at the State Nepal and Hockey Center. Yeah, like they they're just running a play every single mm. offensive possession. 
So like when you go, when you get the ball, you're not like looking for where your players are. You're just passing it to where they should be. Right. And, and they'll be there every single time. True. Yeah. Man, we got a lot of these to go. <laughs> do you want? Do you want to? Let's just, yeah, let's let's just, just pick scroll one through. more. Um, Michael Jordan, colorful sneakers. What the hell? Mm. Let 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 him do whatever he likes. Um, yeah, fair. <laughs> Dwayne Wade, custom band aids. So Dwayne Wade got a cut under his eye, and he used a band aid. However, Dwayne and Rapinelli. <laughs> tried making the facial bandage cool by having custom bandages. And they did, and they did. Why did they stop that? That's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. That's that look that would be cool. You know, I'm trying to think. Do you know the masks they wear? They they don't have custom ones of that, do they? Masks? You know, you know when they wear the face masks when they get facial injuries, like mask Kyrie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine yeah. if they had custom ones. True. You could sell ad space. <laughs> yeah, you know exactly. how much the league loves they that. They love ad space. <laughs> True. Um, all right. Well, should we should we should we take it take take it take an aside from this uh, article? Wait, one more, one more. Okay. I did, actually didn't know that this was the Charles Barkley rule, but the five second rule. Yeah. Oh, five second back to basket. <laughs> yeah. True. Because he would just put, put his back to them and fuck it. That would be so exhausting. It literally would be the worst. Power forwards all across the league, just like life saved <laughs> when that rule changed. If he was just sitting on you for like ten seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Because that was what, that's what he would have done. Yeah. That would be so tiring. Wow, legit. I wonder when did that, I wonder when they got rid of it. Um, because obviously, whenever they introduced it, oh no, they introduced it in 1999. So like just around when he was retiring. So he just got to do it for his entire career. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's great. Um, All right, we can. Oh wait, okay, last one. Sam Cassell, the big balls dance. Yeah. That's it. Just had to read that. Yeah. F. <laughs> Um, now, Marco, they are actually introducing a Lucas rule. Ah, okay. On Collingwood, at Monday night at Collingwood. <laughs> According to who? The commissioner? Yeah. The people <laughs> who are taking over. I got to tell you, the league is in bad hands. <laughs> There's these two new people coming, coming in and it's just like, they take it way too seriously. Mm-hmm. So the Lucas rule is you can't be signed up for more than one team. Oh, legit? Yeah. What? Yeah. Fuck. That so, sucks. So what do we do? Oh my god. We need to brainstorm. Now, my thinking is I get everyone in the league to let me sign up for their team. <laughs> so instead of being signed up for only one team, I'm signed up to every single team in the league. Right. Because you do it through a website called Play HQ mm-hmm. and then you and then they don't have any control over what happens on Play HQ. Right. And on Play HQ you can just sign up for as many teams as you want. Right. So I'm thinking we do that. I'm also thinking But wait, how would that solve the problem? It's just like fucking shove it up your ass. Ah, right. Okay, I get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm also thinking because they, they, these two people, they're just like they're just. I don't. I think that there's like, they need control. Mm. They need to be in control. Mm. It's obviously like a deeper issue, mm. but, <laughs> but, it's they, they've they're kind of ruining, like Monday night so Collingwood. Yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah, yeah. there's been a few things that people are like mm, this is kind of annoying. Mm. Like why do we have to do this? Why do we have to do this? So I don't know. I don't know what we do. I don't know what we do from here. What if you? I don't think you even need a disguise. But what if you sign up for one of the teams under a pseudonym? Pukas Latridis. Exactly right. A French shooter. Yeah, and then, <laughs> or just like, fuck it. Let's go. With, let's go with Marcus Petridis. Oh my god, that's a great name. <laughs> Marcus Curry. <laughs> yeah. But I think then like, 
when you go to play for the other team, you just like change your jersey or something like that, and you're you're just Lucas's brother. Yeah, true. Yeah. Who are they to say? Exactly. My maybe I should sign up as Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Noel Sindor <laughs> <laughs> for two separate teams. <laughs> But seriously, they take it so so seriously. That sucks. Like, they get people to change their shorts because they have pockets on them, which is kind of fair, but I've never seen that. I've never seen that impact any any game ever. Yeah. Um, and last night, Ned and Sam were filling in for the, for, for the team after them. Mm. The team after them had two players. And Ned and Sam and Poss were filling in. And they, they caused the ruckus, they caused the fuss because they were like, you can't have Div 1 players playing in Div 2. Um... Yeah, like you can't have Div One players playing in Div Two, and like <clears throat> five minutes ran, and they were like, "If you want to do that, we, you're gonna to have to forfeit the game, and you're gonna have no refs." And it's like, bro, people are just trying to play basketball. What the hell? Like, there's there is it's not that deep. People what are just this, this is their Monday night. This is a nice little way of like you know getting together with your mates, being able to you know play play a sport that you used to be so much better at, <laughs> and like it's just it's such a nice it's such a nice part of everyone's week, and it's not about. <laughs> Because the competition is serious. <laughs> it's about like people on the same page. Everyone's there just trying to play basketball. People who organize social sport, like they're not the right people doing it, <laughs> you know, because it, it is, they literally just exist, I think, to, you know, facilitate as much playing of the sport as you possibly can. Yeah. Why put up barriers for that? You know, there's no competition. There's nothing <laughs> at stake. It's like beyond amateur you know <laughs> like but like i mean in 90s like in spirit like fucking you guys are all good i'm sure there's probably two or three people on monday night who could uh play big v or something like that you know uh but like it's not serious and also they don't yeah <laughs> there's a reason they're playing on mondays because yeah. they're not in the big yeah beating. exactly they don't want to deal with like playing in a serious league it's the same it pisses me off how badly run every single like netball conference mm. in melbourne is because it's like this is the definition of a social sport yeah why why are the refs so anal about everything <laughs> yeah and then the registration is just like a complete fuck around as mm. well um, like under eight basketball, they that is more serious than what we're doing. Yeah, <laughs> because under eights, it's kind of part of their life. They go to a training. Yeah, every week they have actual refs. They have an actual competition. You can't have a ten year old playing in the competition because that would be unfair. <laughs> and that's an actual rule. It's that's a binding rule. Yeah. What 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 the div one and div two mean on Monday night? <laughs> Nothing. It was and then and then Lex who works at the door, bless her, she's a legend. Um she had to get called over, like sorted out, and she was just like she's so over it. <laughs> um But she sorted out and it was just like, what are you you get like your mum to come and sort this out or something. She's, she's 20. Why? Like this yeah. is, she's just there trying to be like fucking pay for your sheet. I don't really want to be here that much. That's what we need. That's exactly what we yeah, need. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Man, maybe we should organize our own league. I have thought about Blackjack it. Blackjack and hookers. <laughs> now I'm in. <laughs> um, but in all the seriousness, if you could just rent out a court. Yeah. And then just be like, we'll get the mob involved. So if anyone tries to pull out an insurer's claim. Right. They don't put uh, it's, the insurance. It's the insurance. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they'd be a good hang. Like, let's be real. 
the mob. Mafia people would be Hell such yeah. a good hang. Hell yeah. Imagine just running, <laughs> running a little action on the side. Like, just a little bit, you know? Just I'm to talking, get a taste. I'm talking like max $5 bets, you know? Like, <laughs> oh, that would be so good. <laughs> I'm, I'm putting $2 on Lucas with five, five plus three-pointers scored. I'm getting a really good price on it because the mob take one look at him and they're like, this guy can't shoot. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see Johnny in that scenario. <laughs> like, in, in, I'd love to see Johnny in the mob. No, I would like to just see him working alongside the bookies. Right. Like, right, right. if he came and there was like, there was the option between basketball and this like pretty fun gambling ring, I would like to see what he would choose. I know it'd be basketball. <laughs> right. But I would like to see one week, maybe he's like, oh, you know, if I woke up a little bugger, <laughs> I might just see what's going on in this side of the court. And it would be gags. Yeah. Johnny and the mob, they'd be, they would be, they would not know what hit him. Johnny in the mob. Wow. All right, well, I'll reach out to my contacts and see what we can do. Hello and welcome to The Deep Two. I'm Mr. Boff, my man, how are we? And I co-host a weekly NBA podcast that I think you'd like. The Deep Two, named after Josh Smith's favorite shot, has us rambling on about everything that goes on in the NBA world, all the way from game recaps, 12-season hypotheticals, to Warriors exceptionalism. Join us on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts, and we'll see you there. Dante, you've got to talk about the freaking website. The freaking website, true. TheDeep2.com, so simple, I can't believe it, is our very own website where you can read long-form articles on all of the day's big basketball topics. The Pensman that you guys know as the JVG NBA Tribute Show Boys even feature on there from time to time, so check it out. Okay, Dante, now you can send us off. Peace. Cool. <sighs> so Basketball. Yeah, well, kind of still social basketball. Yeah. Um, DeJounte True. Murray, do you need to talk? Oh, my God. God. Do we need to talk about him? You know, that, you've seen that movie, Something's Up With Kevin. What's Up With we, Kevin? We need to talk about Kevin. We need Kevin. to talk about Kevin. We need to talk about DeJounte. Yeah. Do you want me to refill in VC? <laughs> yeah, I would actually love that. Um, well, for those of you who... I'll, I'll do a recap while Lucas is <laughs> refilling the VCs, I guess. Uh, for those of you who missed it, uh, DeJounte Murray and uh, number one overall pick, uh, Paolo Banquero. Uh, went, went up against each other in a pro-am over the weekend and fucking I'm so sick of hearing about pro-ams dude like, <laughs> I literally couldn't give a shit that uh, Trey Murphy has been working on his bag uh, against Tyus Jones <sighs> but nevertheless uh, they went up uh, DeJounte uh, put, a, put a pretty nice move on him uh, you know little stop got him got him on the got him on the jump fake uh, threw it off the backboard, you know. Wilt style. Wilt style, dunked it down. They obviously don't observe the Wilt rule <laughs> for <program laughs> basketball. But then he fucking like ch- chucked the ball at Paolo and mm. like had choice words with him. And it was so aggressive. Yeah. Um, And then uh, Paolo kind of complained about it on Instagram. And then DeJounte sent uh, a fucking put a fucking essay in his stories being like, you know, I've been standing up for you since day one, man. Now the fame's getting your head, blah, 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 blah. Shut up. <clears throat> and then all these other clips of him just being an absolute cunt <laughs> to, to amateur players, like not NBA players, not, yeah. not first overall draft picks like in prime bouncing the ball off their heads mm. I, like i think there's about three clips of him doing it now of yeah. him just being real awful to it like yeah <laughs> you know some guy in his mid-20s who's fucking works in a grocery store or something yeah 
And just like, why? Why do you have to do that? Yeah. It's not the NBA Finals. Mm -hmm. It's not even a playoff game. Marco, it's not a regular season game. He's not even wearing the jersey of the team that pays him. It's not even a preseason game. It's not even a summer league game. It's barely a Collingwood Monday night. (laughs) And like to cause all this riot about a pro-am game, like I've never seen DeJounte Murray be this (laughs) like involved in basketball. (laughs) Like why is this the thing that that's like really this mm. is this is the highlight of his career. Mm. This this is making that trade by the Hawks look really really bad. Johnny came up, yeah, just had a one liner that just fucking nailed this. <laughs> he had a couple. He he was he was not so happy about uh, Dejounte as we all shouldn't be. It's cringe as fuck as well, not mm. to mention. Mm. But Johnny said <laughs> Kermit Wilt's vibes from Dejounte. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but with none of the tact. With none of the finesse of Kermit. Yeah. Like, he he knew he he knew how to get in Bo Cruz's head. Yeah. <laughs> DeJounte Murray isn't getting in anyone's head. He's yeah. just being an arsehole. Yeah, it's not mind games, it's just chaos. Yeah, yeah. Um Sean pointed something out to me that I didn't realise last night that when DeJounte was drafted, the reason he fell to pick twenty nine is because apparently he had all these pre existing anger issues. Oh well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Um but like we haven't seen it. I feel like in the league, like he seemed like a pretty calm and collected player. Yeah. And it's because he's been playing for the San Antonio Spurs and Greg Popovich for like the first six years of his career. Mm. Uh, You know, a place where fucking attitude like that probably doesn't fly at all. Now you go and you, uh, you probably don't even link up with, you're probably just talking to him in a, you know, over text, Trey Young. Yeah. And then you start acting like this. Yeah. Yeah. There's, it's, it doesn't bode well. Mm. You know, from outside of it, this is just an arsehole thing to do. It doesn't bode well from a basketball perspective. Yeah, I, yeah. It's like he, he started getting paid by the Hawks and he knew he knew what he had to do. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. So John Collins, he complains about everything. Trey Young said, I am not. I don't want to play basketball unless it's the conference finals. Okay, what can I do to fit in here? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, if this is, maybe this is like hazing for, for the Atlanta Hawks, like, frat boy club. Like, all right, <laughs> man, you know... Uh, you're probably not going to get, you're not obviously not going to be in summer league. You're not going to get much time in preseason. So we need you to go out in the pro <laughs> and just bust some skulls. Hey, you won't do it. What do you mean I won't do it? <laughs> yeah, yes. What do you mean? Of course I will. Yeah, of course I would, Trey. What are you saying? <laughs> uh, and what about, what do you, what do you thought about Paolo and all this? Mm, yeah, I mean, because there's also a little bit of like, ah, man. Uh, maybe maybe rookies shouldn't be allowed to speak until their, their second season in the league. Mm. Um because, you know, obviously DeJounte was uh, the instigator here. <laughs> but, but you know, I think Paolo got a bit big for his boots as well. Yeah. Online. Yeah. I think Paolo, great, great PR move saying thanks, IT, for putting on that event. Yeah. <laughs> like, he made it, he was just like, you know, at the end of the day, we can all pet each other in the backs and be yeah, like, yeah. thanks, IT. We all got together, got to play some basketball. Um, yeah. I think, yeah, to steal another quote from Johnny, though. Um, it did make Dejounte look weak. Yeah, it's very it's very weird by Dejounte yeah. actually. Did you see the latest one where he he chucks the he like pretends to chuck the ball at the guy yeah. after he gets the dunk? Yeah, come on, man, that's like fourteen year old bully shit. Yeah, that's like I'm a I'm a 
I'm a latchkey kid. Like I've only met my father six times. Yeah, like, that's, you know, you know, that's, you know, could be. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, now he's 26 and a millionaire. So yeah, <laughs> I think the first one, if it was just the first one by itself, where he just pounced the ball on the guy's head and then hooks him, mm. like so many fouls. Yeah, call one of them. Yeah, but. If that one were to be the only one, I think I think it'd actually be funny, mm. and it'd be kind oh, of yeah. I, well, like, that video came out like a week and a half ago. And I was like, "That's funny." Yeah, like that's rude, but that's funny. Yeah, yeah. And if that if that was it by itself, we would I think we would all remember that moment in NBA history. Mm. Be like, man, that was so funny when Dejounte did that. Yeah. And now you know, a couple more things happen. It's like okay, that kind of makes it weird. Yeah. Now it's a pattern. Now the suit thing's kind of fucked up. <laughs> uh. Any 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 other NBA news you got you got on that computer screen of yours? Not really. We can we can talk about Kevin Durant though. Nah, man. Wait, 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 what's the deal with Kevin? We need to talk about we need to talk about yeah, Kevin. Nice. Oh fuck! Yeah, you had gold. I think it was better that you didn't nail it. Actually, <laughs> I had gold and I got the participation. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of getting the participation, <laughs> hey. Um. Yeah. So KD had another meeting. With Josiah, where he uh, reiterated his request for a trade, unless uh, Steve Nash and Sean Marks are both fired, um, and uh, I just, I just think KD, you just have sometimes have to accept that you've created the situation for yourself, <laughs> and that you can't just ask other people to like change reality to get you out of it. Yeah, like there's also the play where it's like. I'm not, this is like maybe to get him out of there more, mm. even more so, or like tank his value a little bit more. But I don't know. I don't know. I think, I think that player empowerment was really good until it wasn't. <laughs> and I think that maybe six months, months ago, it started being really bad. Mm. And I was definitely on, you know, the player empowerment side. And even when I th- <clears throat> thought it was getting a little bit out of hand, I was like, you know, stick it to the owner's. Like they're they're only just starting to, you know, win this power imbalance, mm, mm. and then you know some players just really ruined it for the rest of them. Yeah, and yeah, KD don't sign the dotted line. <laughs> if this if this is this, there's no way this is just like come out of nowhere. Mm. This had to be lingering in the back of his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when when you sign a contract with a franchise, you're not just like you're not committing you're not committing to the money, you know, and you're not mm. just like committing to the team. You you're committing to like the direction, you know. Mm. When when KD sign sits down and, and signs an extension with the Nets, they're gonna be like, all right, cool. Well, you know, we're hoping Nash is gonna be our coach for a while. Sean Marks is like gonna direct our future. Blah 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 blah. Uh, not all right, cool. Like we'll just see how Nash goes. We might fire him in six months. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's kind of not what you're um signing up for, and. I also, this is like, I think, I think they should fire, um, I think they should fire Nash. Mm, Yeah. Like, I don't think he's a good, I don't think he's actually a very good coach. Yeah. But I think the fact that he was the one that KD, you know, specifically chose, uh, because, you know, whatever reason he knew he was going to play his mates and like give him the role that he wanted. That kind of makes it all the more galling. Like, kind of maybe stick stick out for your butt a little bit. Mm. I like Joe Sai. So KD said he doesn't trust. He doesn't have faith in the team's direction, and he's now you know highlighted the coach, and he's now named the coach and the general manager. Like, yeah, it's all out there. <laughs> but Joe Sai, um, 
tweeted, our front office and coaching staff have my support. We will make decisions in the best interest of the Brooklyn Nets. So like, obviously KD's gone. Yeah. <laughs> but good on him, I yeah. think. I really, I really like, I like that he did that. Yeah, yeah. I like that he was like, you're not going to fucking play hardball with me. It's such, it's such like a, it's such like a, mi- like short man syndrome, yeah. but in its best form. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping the maybe maybe the one silver lining from this is like what we saw happen with Ben Simmons on behalf of Daryl Morey, where it was like, okay, I kind of can just sit on you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know? definitely. And like, KD's a different player. Like, I think he will play for the Nets. Mm. Um, you know, I think even he understands. You know, if he if he fakes an injury. It's gonna tank his value, sure, but also like franchises are gonna be like, I don't know, like they're gonna start to be franchises who are like, I don't know if I want to pay the price for Kevin yeah. Durant. <laughs> um, whereas you know, yeah, like what what happened with Ben Simmons, it was like, okay, this actually was a Maury master move at the end of the day, <laughs> like just by sitting there and biding his time and right, waiting for the right deal to come. And I hope the Nets do that. Like I hope they just fucking even if even. Even if there's nothing at the deadline, like just sit on Kevin Durant. You yeah. have him for four years. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, you're not going to be going anywhere next season anyway in terms of like future development. Yeah. You're, you're just either going to be a good or a bad team. So, uh, yeah, why give in to this guy? Yeah. All right. Just, just, some, just some quick quick hitters, quick responses. <laughs> um, Zion for KD. No. Okay. Uh, I can't remember his name. Oh, uh, Bingers, Bingers for KD. Oh man, like no, but probably yes. Okay, <laughs> CJ McCollum and Trey Murphy. Wow, absolutely. Okay, <laughs> so we're figuring it out. <laughs> Najee Marshall for KD. Yes, absolutely not. <laughs> um, all right, CJ Val Devonte Graham. Jackson yes. Hayes. Yes. So who are the no, who are the no trades? Is it just Zion still? It's just Zion, and it's probably Ingram. Okay, but that's just in the yeah. Because I've thought about this a lot, right? Like, <laughs> there, I'm pretty sure the Nets asked for. I uh, did this on 2K. They asked for Larry Nance, Brandon Ingram, and Pete for KD. Okay. And that's we way low, and we apparently turned it down. <laughs> that's stupid. <laughs> um, which I'm like, okay, yes, we get KD. Fuck, we probably win a championship. Yeah, but like, man, do I really then want to be a Pelicans fan for the eight years after that? Mm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you that's know? the issue. I think like, that's, I think that a lot of teams are thinking that right yeah. now. <laughs> you know, like. Uh, I reckon KD's got two years left. That's my timeline for him. Of like, okay, you get him, he'll help you win a championship. Yeah. CJ, CJ's good, but he'll, you know, the next contract that he takes is going to be his last contract Yeah. for us. Like, if we extend him uh, during this season, like, we're going to be getting a bad deal at the end of the contract. Yeah. You know, uh, sure. It might be like, a 35-year-old CJ McCollum on $28 million or something like that. That's It's still going to be a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if we retain Brandon Ingram and Zion, and, like, we saw Ingram last season develop from, uh, you know, 
someone who couldn't rise to the occasion, someone who wasn't a leader to like the fucking body and soul of our team. Yeah. And if Zion stays fit and those two are together, like that's, we're a threat every yeah. year for the next eight years. <laughs> I think that's kind of more what I was trying to find out with the, with my trade proposals for KD. Yeah. Was not what was coming in, but what you were losing. Yeah. And like, yeah, the, 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 Pelicans, how good was the end of that season? Exactly. Like, there's so, there's such a good franchise now, mm. Mm. Um, and it would just look different. And it's a, it's a it is a risk to to lose or gut out what what made that. You know, Dyson Daniels was born in 2003. Yeah. Yeah. Nasty. <laughs> I can't believe I'm born in the same year as Brandon Ingram. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That. You, sorry, you go. I just think that that feels wrong. I feel like he's not that he's not young. Yeah. But that he's more mature than like he just feels like he should fuck ingram's young yeah yeah he's 23 24 24 so yeah yeah however old you are yeah he's 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 24 well this is funny because dejounte murray is one day old one day younger than me and so much more immature (laughs) (laughs) that's the difference would you go dejounte for okay brandon ingram for dejounte murray uh, okay, no, it's, it's no. bad timing. It's this, bad timing. I, I can't think of who the other. I would have said no pieces. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, and j- just like final Pelicans note, uh, like as well as having a pretty much like stock ready team, sure, uh, maybe we could have a better fit at center, but like you can't, you can't just, you can't just go out and get the best starting five of all time every yeah. off season. Uh, you know, we have a team that's like ready to go, and then we have all of our picks, and we also have a bunch of the Lakers picks as well. Yeah, and the Bucks. Yeah, so it's just like there's not really, you know, we're in a good position without having to give anything up now. Mm. Why would we give everything up? Yeah, to get into like sure a really good position, but we're gonna have to give everything up to get there. Yeah, because yeah, it's gonna be Brandon Ingram, Larry Nance, and five picks. Yeah. All right. Well, good to good to catch up and talk about basketball yeah. again. Same time next week. Yeah, sure. No um, Wizards news. No, nothing. Uh, probably, probably not. You not haven't seen any uh fucking what's his name Johnny Davis? Is that his name? Yeah. I, wow. Johnny okay. Davis in the pro am. No, I haven't. Is he, has he been? <laughs> I don't know. Oh. Um. Yeah, I can't. Rem- I can't believe. Like, I think it was pick nine. Mm. I. I feel like I would still be kind of riding the high of a, of a lottery pick, mm. usually, mm. but. I don't feel good about him. Really? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Hopefully I'm wrong. <laughs> um, wow. And yeah. Oh man. Uh, again, Pelicans chat. But yeah, the fact that we got to pick two spots ahead of you this year was pretty incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know this guy Latavius Williams? Mm-mm. You guys have the draft rights, rights to him. Latavius Williams? Yeah. I don't understand what's going on here. He's 33. Wait a second. Wait. What? Dude, he got drafted in 2010. And you still have the draft. And we never picked him up. He never played in the NBA. Wait a second. He's playing in Korea right now. He has a basketball reference page. It has the pronunciation of his name, which is Latavius. How do you you pronounce Williams? And then he has his Twitter. And then he has even a nickname. (laughs) What's his nickname? Tay. Okay. (laughs) But... There are no stats here. <laughs> this is this is hilarious. It sounds like his um rights so, so he got drafted by Miami with yep. the forty eighth pick, and then he got trade his rights got traded to OKC, um, in exchange for a future second round pick. 
Ben, I don't know how we ended up with his rights. Uh, <clears throat> traded by the... Whoa, whoa, whoa. 2015, five years later. <laughs> traded by the Oklahoma City Thunder with Ish Smith Cash in the 2015 second round pick to the New Orleans Pelicans for a second rounder, conditional second rounder that did not convey and a conditional second rounder. So not even not a player. Con- no. And we got Ish Smith and wait, wait, wait. And Latavius <laughs> <laughs> So, fucking what? <laughs> Surely they should void after a while. It's been thir- it's been twelve years. I would love if we picked him up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh should, man, you kind of feel bad for him, don't you? Like J- JV, Jackson Hayes, Larry Nance, Willie Hernan Gomez, all go down with Achilles injuries, and like, fuck, we just need a six eight center. <laughs> <laughs> JV goes down, Levy goes up. <laughs> now I Levy for one, Alan <laughs> I for one did not think we were gonna get to Latavius Williams basketball reference page this episode, but I think that's a good place to end it. As good as any. I'll see you next week. Yeah, see ya. Thanks for listening to another episode of the JVG NBA Tribute Show, hosted by Marco Holden Jeffrey and Lucas Petridis. Our theme song is written and performed by Pascal Ducasse with production by Mock B. Follow us on Instagram at JVG NBA Tribute Show and on Twitter at JVG NBA for more NBA content. The JVG NBA Tribute Show. New episodes every Wednesday at 7am. <laughs>